1: I'm Cain
2: Wallstrom. And I'm Goran Lonka.
1: And today on the BTF Educational Podcast, we have a question from a listener in Gisborne. And they said, in these times of super low rates, what are the scenarios and or economic conditions which may trigger a rise in interest rates? And this is a question we get often here in the podcast and here at Money Empire. So I'll pass it over to Mr. Wallstrom.
0: I like this question. So I suppose stripping it back, there's two significant influences that trigger interest rates. We've got the um, OCR, which is the official cash rate, which is set by uh, the Reserve Bank here. And what this does is this reflects the overnight money markets and interest rates and fills gap in liquidity uh, between banks. So
1: what, what does that mean to the average Joe walking well, down the street?
0: I mean, not to get in depth, but it's just the change of money in short-term markets, right? So... Um, this influences interest rates, but also to savings interest as well so mortgage interest and saving interest so on top of that too we then have what we call the bank bill swap rate or um, abbreviation is bbsw Um, and this is the short-term swap rate uh, at which funds are exchanged between banks and the wholesale markets so essentially uh, the rate at which a bank lends money to each other via bank bills okay this um yeah so I suppose they're the two influences that can affect interest rates but probably going across to you Mm. uh, in a bit more high level um, what are some of the things that I suppose would affect those?
2: Well the bank bill swap rate if this is too high and above the the actual OCR, the official cash rate, it means the banks are paying more to cover the cost of their funding or mm. increased funding mm. costs and decreased profits, right? Yep. Um, if the OCR increases, then the cost of funds will increase. Therefore, interest rates will need to rise to keep the margins. Yeah,
0: because the banks are paying more for the money. Correct.
2: And obviously, the OCR, basically, in a nutshell, it basically dictates what it costs to borrow money. Yep
0: here in, in New Zealand. Yep. So they're the two significant triggers, I suppose, around um, uh, costs of funds. But if we look in the broader sense, you've got impacts worldwide. So you've got the, um, the world markets, um, obviously. We've got, obviously, our importing and exporting goods here. Um, world politics... Um, and obviously at the moment funding probably in Europe and in Asia are returning negative returns at the moment so money is super cheap so if our banks or institutions are borrowing money offshore it is really a low funding or costs are low so that's why we're seeing interest rates being so low and probably going down even further
2: mm-hmm. and furthermore on that like New Zealand at present and for the foreseeable future they need to obviously encourage spending back into the economy uh, in, in, all, in all sectors, which stimulates cash flow. Um, by keeping the costs of funds low, we encourage people to spend, not save, and this is reflected in a term deposit rates of 1.6%, which yeah. is extremely low.
1: S- so, dulling it back down, you know what a term deposit returning one6 what does this mean to the everyday uh, listener?
0: Yeah, so if you've got um, 100 grand and you put that into a term deposit at the moment, you're getting 1.6% return on that per annum. Uh, And don't forget, you get secondary tax on that. So a lot of people uh, that we're seeing are coming to us and going, well, geez, with interest rates being at 2.5%, I might as well get a property uh, and take a mortgage out on that rather than actually keeping money in the bank in a savings account because my returns aren't
1: there. So overall, we we can't predict essentially what interest rates will do, but... From our own experience?
0: Yeah, I think if you're looking, um, I suppose, uh, forward or, or future, um, like I think Goran touched on, the government here needs to encourage spending. And
1: property to, brings some big transaction and spending, correct?
0: Yeah, you've got so many different industries that are involved in property. Um, expertise, work, jobs, every, all that kind of stuff, but... Um, the, like I said, the government needs to encourage spending. We need to push money out into retail HOSPO. We need large transactions through property going out. So, for the foreseeable future, uh, and my, my prediction is for a long time that we're going to see very low interest rates being controlled by the Reserve Bank in New Zealand through the official cash rate, keeping the margins in the banks there, so they're going to push money out and credit out um, into the economy um, so we can keep spending. And, you know, big transactions are pretty much done on credit. But a lot of people don't have cash to do that, so that's where that comes from.
2: Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. If you think of interest rates like the Fix one one-year rate, two two and a half years ago the hot rate was 4.19 and i remember when that came out everyone thought wow this is incredible you know mm. one bank um put out the 4.19 and the rest followed but now we're looking at you know two and a half percent yeah and um if you've got quite a chunky loan amount in terms of the mortgage at the bank yeah that's a significant difference between interest costs will cool. they keep going down don't know. Me
0: personally, I only fix one year all the time, and my um, one-year fixed rate came off a couple of months ago, and it was at 3.99. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And now it's at
2: 2.55. Well, the floating rate you can probably get for 3.5%. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know. So cost of funds are cheap. So in essence, easy to answer their question, there's so many factors that go into why interest rates will rise, but the influences are the official cash rate, the bank bill swap rate, markets offshore and what's happening in the sectors as well
1: as well awesome well to the listener in gisborne hope this answered your question to anyone else out there listening to the beyond the field podcast keep firing those questions and facebook linkedin instagram you name it we'll answer it so until next time we hope you enjoyed today's episode for more information on this episode and hundreds more you can visit us at beyond the field podcast on all social platforms
0: don't forget to hit that subscribe button Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.